0: Good day folks, before we get into today's message I would like to just check something with you If you've been receiving these links via a friend Or somebody sent you something um, So that you can listen to these messages Please feel free to contact me directly That I can send them directly to your phone Alright, all you need to do is send me a WhatsApp My cell number is 82 659 Let me give it to you again 82 Six five nine triple two four, and then I'll gladly just send you the links directly and also I want to encourage you to spread the word to as many as you know of people who really benefit from this because I really believe that the word of God going into people's hands and into their lives directly is really changing them. We're receiving so many testimonies. So I just want to bless you today as we get into today's message. God bless. Welcome folks to uh, tonight's session and tonight I'm going to be dealing with the topic, what is my source? And I want to help us with this thing because there's a lot of people um, who, first of all, we get a few categories. The first group are people who don't have a clue how to trust God. You know what happens is they sit down and they just rely on their natural ability or their natural strength. They sit down and they rely so much on their paycheck. they all—they the group that sit down and go, yes I can't wait until payday. Yes it's 10 days until payday. It's 8 days till payday. It's payday. And then they go, it's 29 days to payday. You know. And so what happens is this, is they're absolutely dependent on that source of income which is their job or, their, or whatever means that they're getting a fixed income from. So there is no trust in God whatsoever. And so what happens is this, is if they get retrenched or something goes wrong with that business, they literally fall apart. They're not only going to a panic situation, but they're actually going to such distress and fear grips them to such a degree that they actually start falling apart and having panic attacks. The second group which is probably even more dangerous, is the ones that trust God or have been through a heavy battle. They have been through a battle and they sit down and say, God, I've got to get through this thing. They really try and apply the word for a season. And suddenly they get an absolute victory and a breakthrough in this particular area. And so what happens is the minute the income comes or the relief comes or whatever it is that they're really trusting for, it's almost like they go on holiday. You know, the biggest attack of on success is your last success. Your biggest battle is going to be your last success, because what happens is, it's almost like you have this fight to get to something to be successful, and when you get it, you suddenly go on a pension. Now, that is a really dangerous way to go, because what's happening is this, is you are not maintaining your edges. You are not maintaining the things around you spiritually to not only keep what you have, but remember, people are settling for far less to what God wants for us. God does not want us to be in a place where we just have sufficient for me. I need to be able to help whoever needs help. I should be ready for every good work. I should be able to help people in every area of their life. So when we sit down and we are going to ask this question, What is my source? Is it my financial security? Is it my paycheck? Is it my job? Is it my education? You know, some people sit down and go, well, I'm relying on the fact that I'm more educated than somebody else. I've got expertise. So that is going to be my, my you know, golden egg, my milk cow. I want to tell you right now that there is only one thing that is going to please God, and that is when you make Him your source. And not only do you make Him your source, but you make Him your only source. Now let me tell you something, that sounds all spiritual. Everyone's going to jump up and go, yes, hallelujah, amen, Arthur. Okay, well let me take your job away and see how you feel. Are you still going to do that when you don't have any money in the bank? Are you still going to do that when you sit down and you go through a tight patch? You know, especially business people, when there's an economic strain or something goes wrong, the question is this, do you end up in a fear-based attack in your heart, or are you actually in a place where you can actually trust God and believe God, that God is going to come through for you? You know, so many times, this thing of fear is an indication of where my source is. You see, fear is false evidence appearing real. It's actually not really going to happen to me, but I'm scared it could happen. How many times have you feared something that actually didn't happen? Come on, who's feared that somebody's going to come and take all your stuff, or repossess your cars, or whatever? You know? And you go, look, 80-90% of that stuff doesn't even come to you. So, what am I saying? Your fear will determine where your source is. Now let me tell you something, even in my own life, I used to sit down and go, oh yes, I believe God, I believe God for all sorts of things. But let me tell you something, the day came when a situation arose where my entire cash flow was frozen within 24 hours. I'm telling you right now, I started to panic immediately. Fear gripped my heart. And that's when I realized God was not my source, some form of income was my source. And so what has happened is this, is as the years have progressed and I've learned how to trust God and believe God as my source, I have also had to realize that when the pressure gets relieved from me to a point, I must not trust on that relief. I still trust God even though I'm sitting down and there's some form of relief coming. You know, somebody could sometimes come to me and they'll sit down and they have in the past and have given me enough finance to be able to take care of my needs for the whole month and you can actually in the natural just feel, okay, now I can relax. And I've learned not to do that. I have said, God, I don't care how much is in my bank account. I'm going to trust you and I'm only going to believe in you. I'm not going to trust in any person or individual because next week something else goes wrong and then I'm going to be in the same boat as where I am now. So I want to tell you right now, we have got to shift our lifestyle from really just relying on where we are at. So let's get into the Word and let's have a look at some of these things. Genesis chapter 22, verse 14, it says, Abraham called the name of their place, Jehovah-Jireh, the Lord is my provider, as it is said to this day. Alright, in the Lord's mountain it will be provided. What does that mean? Remember, there was a story when Abraham had to go and kill his son and a ram was caught in the thicket. Remember, and then he could sacrifice the lamb instead of his son. And he says, God provided even though he had to sit down and kill his son. Let me tell you something. When God asks you to sacrifice something, you cannot do it with fear in your heart. You see, we have got to understand if God is God, He will provide for me. He will fulfill His word over my life. And I need to trust Him that He's going to do it, no matter what the circumstances say. And let me tell you something, sometimes those circumstances are very loud. Come on, sometimes those bulls speak very loudly to you. You know, especially in the middle of the night. And they come and they say, oh, I'm coming for you. You know, and you get this real thing in your heart, because how am I going to get out of this mess or whatever the situation is? Now let me tell you something, that this is not only in finance. We don't see God as our source to be able to sit down and protect our family. We don't see God as our source for the healing that we need if something goes wrong. You see, this is much bigger than just finance. The reason why I'm focusing on finance is because it's always the first thing that people have a battle with. That's their biggest attack or their biggest thing that they think is the biggest need that they have. If I ask anybody, if I want to solve something in your life, what was a fix? Everybody goes money. You know, if I give you a million bucks, it will sort out stuff. It does not sort out everything. But anyway, let's work on that. Psalm 1, 1, to 3, it says this, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word of the Lord. Okay, and on his law he meditates day and night. He'll be like a tree planted by streams of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf does not wither, Whether he, uh, whatever he does shall prosper. I want to show you something. It says that if I stick to the word of God, if I really believe God is my source, and I obey the word, I'm going to be like a tree that's next to a life source all the time. Can you imagine if you sit down and you actually catch this, that you are connected to a life source that nothing can stop you no matter what happens. They can take everything away from you today and tomorrow God can supernaturally give it right back to you. And you understand that and trust God and believe God and see Him as your source. You know, Jesus says that I am the river of life. Okay? I want you to understand that if we get this concept, that no matter what is going on in my life, I have a source. And my source is God. God created this entire universe. He can take care of me. uh, Psalm 23 verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall lack for nothing. I shall not want. Okay? Now we sit down and we go. How many of us are lacking? Come on, who's got a need in your life? You're lacking something. Do you know why you're lacking something? Because the Lord is not your shepherd. Very simple. If we're lacking something, He's not really our shepherd. We don't really trust Him enough to say, God, wherever you go, I'm following you. Sheep, follow the shepherd. Whatever you say, I'm going to do. See, this is why we are struggling with this, because we are still trying to make our own plans in this. Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. What does this mean? It means, if I sit down and I say, God, You are my source, I need to hear from the source. Jesus Christ, what did Jesus do all of the time? He would go and separate himself to go and hear from the Father and then go and do. We cannot afford not to go and hear from God what God wants us to do. He is the source of our life. He knows what's going to happen to you. He knows what the future is going to be like in the city, city of Port Elizabeth, wherever you stay. He knows what's coming. And He can align you correctly to get the favor that you need, to get the blessing that you need. Supernaturally, God can help you get somewhere if we only inquire. See, most of us are relying on our own understanding. Most of us are working on what we know as our carnal mind, our way to work this thing out. How many of us actually go and inquire of the Lord and say, God, what do you think I should do in this thing? You are my source. I trust you. Whatever you say, I'm going to do. This is why it is so important for us as believers to genuinely know how to hear God's voice. We have got to know how to hear God's voice. We have got to know when God is speaking. I want to tell you right now, there have been many situations where God has spoken to us and we have heard the voice of God and has been 100% successful for us in every step of the way. I want to tell you, if you go look over our lives and see how many times God has led us and directed us and told us what to do. I'm telling you right now, it has been phenomenal in what God has done and the fruit of it. And yes, there have been trials, there have been tribulations and stuff. But let me tell you something, every time we have obeyed the word of the Lord or the voice of God, it has been to our blessing and to our prosperity. So I want you to know that God is very, very strict on this. God does not want any idols in your life. And this is the problem. We sit down and even make ourselves an idol. What does that mean? It means that I think that I'm better than God. How many times do we sit down and make decisions thinking we can make it a bookmark, a plan? We know what we're doing. You see, we've got to understand that we have a God who can lead us. We have a God who can really bring us to fulfillment of what He had planned for us. If He's got an assignment for us, He will give us the provision to do it. He's given us the giftings, He's going to give us the favor, and He's going to bring us to the place that we need to be to be able to fulfill what He has called us to do. If we obey Him, if we submit to Him and say, God, You are our God, You are our only source. You are a source of our provision. But You are also the source of our direction. You are the source of where to go from here. Because the Bible says that if we acknowledge Him, He will direct our paths. He will show us where to go. He will tell us what the next step is. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. Therefore, don't be anxious saying, What am I going to eat? What are we going to drink? Alright, what are we going to wear? For the Gentiles are after these things, and your Heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things, but seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. What does that mean? It means that if we do what God wants, according to His Word, God is going to take care of us, and there should not be any fear. That's why the Bible says, don't be anxious for anything. If you are struggling with anxiety in your life and fear-based things, where you sit down and one thing comes and you start fearing, you need to start dealing with that thing, because you need to sit down and say, God, give me the faith to trust you. And you are going to see, once you've got two or three supernatural interventions in your life, you are going to sit down and say, but God, you did it before, you can do it again. You've done it before, you can do it again. And so when we start going with that approach, you are going to see how God is going to start taking care of you. Okay? We haven't had a salary since, what, 2005? How many years is that now? Ten years. Okay, ten years we have not had a salary. So God's taking us, and I'm not expecting you to do what we've done. Okay, but God is taking us on a journey where we have had to trust Him. And God started to speak to people to sit down and sow into our lives a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, all over the place. And so we've not got a whole lot of donors to sit down and go, okay, well we are going to carry you, he has a permanent salary for you, and take care of you, whatever. We don't have that. But what has happened is God has time and time again sent somebody across our path who we've never ever met again. They'll come through once and disappear. And we have seen how God has taken care of us over these 10 years without a salary. I want to tell you right now, God... God's word is true. He wants us to trust Him and believe Him. He wants us to really rely on Him because He wants us to get to the place where we will truly be the sons and the daughters of God representing Him as King, knowing that our daddy is bigger than anything else around us. And when you get to that point, I want you to know that you will not fear man anymore. You will not fear what man can do to you. You will not fear what any threat is coming. You will not fear of your house being taken from you in your car, whatever it is. You will go, listen, if they take that stuff even, I know how to trust God and get it back. You know, look at Abraham. Abraham didn't have an issue when Lot chose the nicer ground. Remember when he said to Lot, we're busy fighting, you choose one. Whatever way you choose, I'll go the other way. Abraham didn't bother because he knew God was with him. And wherever he goes, he's going to prosper anyway. And look what happened with Jacob. Remember when he was sitting down and, and he was being conned out of his, his livelihood every time? And then the, the event he says, okay. Uh, what's the guy's name? Laman. And he said to Laman, listen, I'm going to, whatever comes out of the herds... You know, what's speckled is mine, what's plain is yours. Yes, the guy was so excited, because everything had been plain up until then. Suddenly the next round, everything speckled. Laban goes, ah, wait a minute. Next round, everything speckled, mine, plain, yours. Okay, fine. Next round, everything comes out plain. Wasn't long, and when Isaac, uh, when Jacob left, the Bible says that he left with so much wealth when he left there because he became so wealthy. See, God can turn things around for you supernaturally if we trust Him. If we trust Him, and the biggest problem in the body of Christ is to get us away from our source mentality being in something natural. Our source is not in your job, not in your career, not in your education. It is in God and God alone. So now comes the question, what do I do? You know, how many times have you sat in a situation where you don't know where to go or what to do next? Come on, who's been there? You're not sure which way to go now. I'm sitting here and I've got this pressure coming. Something's coming from the outside. I need to make a decision or I need to do something. And I need to say to God, God, what do I do? Well, in John chapter 6, verse 5 to 6. This is the story of where Jesus was feeding the multitudes, you know, with the five fish and the loaves. Listen to this. And Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude, when uh, John 6 uh, verse 5, and seeing a great multitude coming towards him, he says to Philip, What shall we buy bread that these should eat? And listen to what he said this. But this he said to test Philip, for he himself knew exactly what he would do. Jesus Christ knew exactly what He was going to do when He asked that question. You see, not once did you ever get Jesus going, Ah, I'm not sure what to do here. Do you ever see that in the Bible? Jesus is going, Yes, I wonder if I should do this or if I shouldn't do this. Okay, God, how do I raise Lazarus from the dead here quick? I'm not sure if I should. I don't know, this guy's been dead like for three days. Should I raise him from the dead? You understand? Know what I'm saying? We, Jesus never had these discussions. Why is it that Jesus never had these discussions? Because he inquired of the Father on a daily basis. He was permanently in touch with his source. And did you see Jesus ever panic when there wasn't enough food? Do you see that? Oh shucks, It's not enough food. Look at all these people, we're in trouble. Not once did Jesus panic. Why? Because he knew that God was the source. When he fed the 5,000, it wasn't Jesus feeding the 5,000. God, by the Holy Spirit, was feeding them, supernaturally taking care of the people. And guess what? His disciples were a bit of slow learners, so he did this crowd thing more than once. The Bible says that he did it twice. It's twice recorded when he fed a whole multitude. So he did it because the disciples didn't learn the faith thing in the first time. He had to do it again the second time. I think by the third time they would have caught on and go, okay, no, we've done this before. We can do this. We'll just go get the fish and the loaves already. Jesus, just bless it. Let's go. But I want you to know something, that Jesus Christ was trying to show us how to trust God as your only source. And if we trust God as our only source, things are going to happen. And when we trust God, God's going to give us and reveal us the things to do and what to do and where to go and what to say. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, it is written, Things which eyes don't see and ears don't hear, which don't enter into the hearts of man. In other words, you can't even think of this. Okay? How many times have you got an idea, and you go, yes, I didn't even think of that. And then suddenly you get this brilliant idea. These things as God prepared for those who love Him. But to us, Christians, God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. In other words... You sit down in a situation and you say, God, I don't know what to do. You can ask God and by the Spirit of God you can get an answer. The Spirit of God can tell you inside what you should do. Let me give you one example. I was sitting down the other day, there was a while back, excuse me, and I was asking God what to do about sending messages out and what are we going to do to get the word out and, because I've got a lot of prophetic words to say that I'm going to sit down and, you know, and assist Africa and people are going to sit down and really take the teaching and I know that I have a teaching gift but I didn't know how to get this thing catalysted all over the place. And God spoke to me very clearly and prompted me to use the WhatsApp system. Just to take the link and put it on WhatsApp and just send it out. Okay, and then, now we just under a thousand odd WhatsApps now that we're sending every, every week. Now let me tell you something. You can go and ask Janine, wherever we rock up, some folk will go, yes, I was listening to your thing and yes the testimony of this and here's the testimony of that. People that I don't even know. And so somebody had sent it to somebody who had sent it to somebody and somebody got blessed. I want you to know that that was not a clever idea. That was a God-inspired idea so that I can sit down and help people with the Word of God. And this is what we are talking about. Every one of us end up in a situation where you don't know which way to go. And you need to inquire. Go to the source. He is the one that is there protecting, guiding, and directing your life. Go to the source and say, God, give me an inspired idea or an s- inspired solution to the problem that I'm facing right now. Because I know that you are going to do it for me. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12. But we receive, not of the spirit of this world, but the spirit which is from God above, that we might know the things that we were freely given to us by God. In other words, the things that God has given to us, we know by the spirit of God. If God has got a plan for your life, God's Spirit will show you what to do, where to go, what to say, and He's going to provide every step of the way. I want to give you an example. When God said to us that we need to come to Port Elizabeth, okay, and we had a prophetic word to say, when you get to Port Elizabeth, the provision for the vision will be there. Do you know that when God spoke to us, and God clearly spoke to me about going on to television, you know that when we the day that we said we were going to go to television, people were actually coming, physically coming to me and saying, How on earth are you actually going to get I worked out to be about a hundred and eighty thousand Rand commitment. I needed one hundred and eighty thousand Rand commitment before I started. They said, How on earth are you going to get that right? Come on, Arthur, how are you going to sit down and actually get people to commit to that thing? That is a big amount of money for somebody who doesn't have a massive infrastructure yet. You've just rocked up here. You don't have a massive church carrying it. You don't have all of this infrastructure. How are you going to do that? You know, and I said, God, you're going to have to show me how to do this. You're going to have to help me with this. I promise it was, what, two weeks, say eh, and we raised the commitment within two weeks. It was the easiest thing we ever did. And we, when the day that I had to sign the, the contracts for it, we were like 800 rand a month short. <coughs> Excuse me. And somebody came and said to me, the day that I had, signed, I had to sign, um, was it two days before I actually signed, said to me, listen, I'm prepared to commit to that thing, I'll cover the shortfall. I want to tell you right now, God will provide for what has to happen if He promised it. It wasn't a good idea, it was a God idea. And you know what? Every single step of the way, I found favor, I found provision, I found alignment. Every step of the way. Why? Because God is my source. God is my source no matter what happens. I say, God, give me the vision, give me the thing to say, and tell me exactly where to go and what I must do. So I want to challenge us today. If your source is in your, your security, is in your job, your career, or whatever you do, because a lot of us spend many hours in our careers, so easy to make that thing your source. So easy to say, well, I'll just sort this problem out in the natural. Or I know what to do next. Guys, inquire of the Lord. Inquire of the Lord. There are many times... When you will sit down and read in the Bible, where the kings would sit down and go into battle one after the next, and they would sit down and they'd, win, they'd inquire, go fight, inquire, go fight. And eventually they don't even inquire anymore, they go fight and then they lose. Then they come back and go, oh God, what happened? They go, well you never inquired of me how to do it or what you must do. Because God would tell them how to fight the battle. Not every battle was the same. Yeah, sometimes you'd send in the praise and worship team. Other times you'd send Gideon with only 300. You know, other times they'd walk around the city and shout it down. Not everything was the same. So God had a different variety of fighting a battle. I want to encourage us. Guys, don't rely on the flesh and on your natural abilities. Go and see the source as God Himself. And make Him your only source. Make Him your only source of provision, of direction, and even your emotional conditions in your life. What do I mean? God is the God who is going to give me my joy. God is the God who is going to give me my peace. Remember, these are your fruits of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit has fruit. Galatians 5.22. Don't look at it. It comes from God. Don't look for it in people. Don't look for it in your spouse or in your kids or somebody. Look for it in the source. And say, God, your word says that you'll give me love. Your word says that you'll give me joy. You'll give me peace. You'll give me faith. All of these things. And especially for some of us, we need that long suffering, that self-control. You know, God, I'm I'm short on the handle, but God, I pray you're going to help me to have this. See, God is our source. And make sure that you understand this revelation from now. Every time you want to do something, inquire of the Lord. I want to tell you right now, your human wisdom is going to let you down. You are going to clap your head quite sore. You're going to find often, oops, I shouldn't do that. Oops, I shouldn't do that. By the tenth time you go, okay, maybe I really shouldn't do this. But guess what? We don't learn by our mistakes, we just do it again. I want to challenge us, let's change the way we operate. Because if we trust God and He is our source, we are going to have a lot more victories in our life. What does that mean practically? Spend time with Jesus Christ. Take time out. Go and spend an hour or two and say, God, what do you want? Jesus, speak to me. This is the issue that I'm dealing with. What do you want? In the crisis, don't make a decision quickly. Take time out. Separate yourself and say, God, give me an answer for this. I need to handle this thing properly. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that you've got such a mighty plan and a purpose for each one of us. And Lord, right now, I thank you that you are our source. And God, I pray that you will be our only source. Lord, we repent tonight. ...of relying on ourselves, our own abilities. And Lord, we repent of making our paycheck our security. And Lord, making our job or our career or our education our security. But Lord, right now, I thank you that you are our security. Lord, you are the source. And you are the giver of life. And Lord, right now, I pray that we will get this as a revelation in our spirit. And Lord, that we will not do things in our own ability. But God, we will trust you. We will seek you. And Lord, we will inquire of You so that You by Your Spirit can tell us what to do next. You will direct our paths, Lord, that You will bring us to the place of destiny and purpose. And Lord, I thank You for a total flow in our lives. And Lord, that from tonight we are not going to be the same. And Lord, that we are going to come into the fullness of what You have for us by the power of Your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. Thank you folks for listening to today's message. I trust that you are blessed by it. If you would like to receive these message links directly to your phone, please WhatsApp me on my direct number 659 2224 or if you have any questions that I might be able to help you with. And remember that we've got many many other resources available for you. So please have a look at our website www.fathersheart.co.za www.fathersheart.co.za subscribe to our podcast by going to iTunes and search for Arthur Frost and subscribe to my sermons podcast. May we be richly blessed as we apply the truth of God's word as he reveals it to us. Many blessings and God bless.